oh shoot, 23 years now, I think, uh, there are relationships in your life that God divinely connects you to where he weaves a thread through your life. And that person for me is uh, the darling Shauna Slatton. Shauna and I met at a Bible school at Rama, and um, we've been uh, friends ever since. And uh, the Lord pointed me out to her before I even knew who she was. I'll never forget that day at exaltation when I saw her. And I won't go into the whole story behind that. But we became uh, friends, and she is a great woman of God, led by the Spirit of God. She has traveled with many uh, of the greats, with the Shambox, with Billy Brim. She is a very seasoned uh, minister. She knows how to tap into the Spirit of God. She is prophetic, so I would encourage you to pull on the gift that has been placed in her to receive what you need this morning. Amen? And uh, I consider it uh, just such a blessing. You know, our pastors are fantastic. As soon as Pastor Paul found out that she was here, he was like, you want to preach? And that's the great thing about your pastors is that they recognize gifts and they want them imparted into you. It's not just to have someone come speak, but because they know that that person brings a supply to you that will help you move further in your walk with God. Amen? So let's all stand and give Miss Shauna a little happy welcome to Minden. Woo! Glory, glory, hallelujah. I am excited to be in the house with you today. It has been a while since I have been in Minden, I guess a couple years. I usually try to come at least once a year, and it's been a while um, since I've been. And so I'm excited to be in the house this morning. How many of you are so excited to be here in the presence of God? I'm telling you, worship was off the charts. Worship was amazing. There is nothing like being in the presence of God. Amen? Because it's in the presence that everything is changing. Everything becomes different. Amen? And so your worship is so good. This pastor right here, a worshiper, I have to say, first of all, I want to thank you and and Pastor Paul for having me. I don't know where he went. But anyway, he slipped out. And so I want to thank you for having me. I honor you. I bless you. I love you. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for what y'all are doing in Minden. I'm so grateful for what God has done. I've been to the former building previously. And to see all that God has done in this place, um, it's, it's interesting. I'm kind of getting a little ahead of myself right here. But... We've all been going through a transition for a while. And so having said that about the old building and into the new building, it's wonderful to come in and see all that's been done, all that's been prepared, all that is is here for you to be a part of and receive from and bring your supply into this house. Amen. Because it's the body that brings everything together, every joint supplies. Amen? Amen. And so your pastors love that about you, I can say. Your pastors, I know, pour into you and encourage you. And I know that their desire is not only to bring you into the presence of God, but to bring the gifts out of you for you to come into the fullness that God has planned for you. Amen? Amen. And so 
you know, we have worshipped the King, but I love to just exalt His name. Amen? So I want you to exalt Him with me. King Jesus, You are the King of Kings. You're the Lord of Lords. You are the Almighty God. You're the great God, Jehovah. You are the one who was and is and is to come. You're the Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. Jesus, we need you more than we have ever needed you in our life before. Everything that we are is in you. Everything we have is because of you. You are our healer, our deliverer, our restorer. How many of you, Jesus is your healer and your restorer? Amen. You are everything in our lives. You are so wonderful. And we thank you for your goodness in our life. We thank you for your power. You have kept us. You have sustained us in a season, Father. And we thank you for that. And Father, I submit myself to you. I humble myself before you. I am your daughter, your servant, to give a word in due season that you have put in my heart for these people this morning, for your children. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing in this house right now, for the anointing removes every burden and destroys every yoke. That means that the anointing, Jesus himself, is here. He walks the aisles. He sees your face. He knows your thoughts. He's here. And the anointing is here to bring a word for you to hear and to take hold of this morning. Amen. Amen. And so we thank you for that, Jesus. We thank you for your supply. We thank you... That we're coming into a new place. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to turn in your Bibles. If you have your Bibles with you, I want you to turn to Joshua chapter 3. God dropped a word in my heart for you in this time, in this season that we're in right now. And so I believe, you know, that God is a God of seasons. The longer you walk with the Lord, you walk through many different seasons in your life. And Ecclesiastes teaches us that also, that we walk in seasons, and God is a God of seasons. And um, it's important for us, it's important for us to get a few things in our heart this morning so that he can bring us into a new place as we come through a transition that we're in. And so Joshua 3 Chapter chapter 3, verse 3, and I'm going to read uh, 3 through 13. And so it says here, when you see the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Ark of the Covenant is where the presence of God is. So you need to know, in Joshua here, the Ark of the Covenant has always been known where the presence of God is. Amen? And so I'm actually going to back up just a little bit, verse 2. So it was... Whoops, my, don't you love iPads? I really love my Bible better, but, <laughs> but I like the iPad. So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. 
You shall set out in your place and go after it. And so first, it's when you have been in the presence of God. Amen? When and only when, and then when you have been in the presence of God, you will set out and go. Amen? Amen? Really important for you to see that first of all. And then it says in verse 4, For you have not been this way before. And it says, yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know by, that you may know the way by which you must go. For you have not passed this way before. Now what you need to know is he was concerned with the people that they would get so excited about what God was bringing them, about what God was going to do in this next season, about the promised land. How many of you want to come deeper into the promised land God has for you? Amen. And so he was so concerned that they'd get so excited about it that they would forget to get in the presence of God and get the plan. Right? Because we can get so excited about things in our life because we know God is good. We know God is doing amazing things. But we can go before God and we surely don't want to go before God. Amen. And so we've got to get in his presence. We don't want to build anything without his presence. We don't want to build our families. We don't want to build our church. Of course not. We don't want to build our business. We don't want to build our dream without getting in the presence of God. It's so important. We hear it a lot, but God is giving us a greater revelation of the richness in his presence of what he wants to download to you. Amen? That's where we get the plan. And so it goes on to say, and then again, you have not been this way before. You know, the way God is about to lead you in this new season, you've never been this way before. I've never been this way before. We've never been this way before the last couple years that we've been walking through. The times and seasons have shifted and changed. We have never walked in this place on earth and with the Lord than than ever before. And so it's so important that we know exactly what the plan is. Because even if you don't think he's got a plan for you, he does. Even if you think you've messed up so bad he can never put a plan together for your life, he will. Amen. Amen. He'll do it. And so let's read on here in verse 5. It says, And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourself, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Now that word sanctify, it means to be set apart, to be holy. And God says, you know what? I want you today to sanctify yourself, consecrate yourself and set apart. Because why? Because tomorrow I'm going to do wonders for you. I mean, you know, today is Sunday, we're here in church, we're gathered together, and we're enjoying each other's fellowship, and we've come to worship the Lord, and one of the words of the Lord this morning says, hey, if you'll sanctify yourself in a fresh new way this morning, I'm going to do wonders 
for you tomorrow. What are wonders? What are wonders? Wonders are amazing things that God in his goodness pours out in your life. So if you really think about it today, now you're going to enter into tomorrow, tomorrow. And if you are expectant and you are ready, God's going to do wonders tomorrow. I mean, he may just have someone call you up and open up a door that you've never been, never had open before. He may send somebody to put a check in the mail to you to pay your bills for this next month. I mean, that's a wonder. Amen. And so as you consecrate and, and set yourself before him, he's going to do wonders, wonders tomorrow. And then it says in verse 6, Then Joshua spoke to the priest, saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and cross over before the people. And so they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. Verse 7, And the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all of Israel. That they may now, that they may now know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. You shall command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you have come to the edge of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you and that he will without fail. Somebody say without fail. Without fail, drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, and all the ites. There's more ites listed there, but I'm going to pass those up. And then it says in verse 11, Behold, the ark of the covenant of of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. Now, therefore, take yourselves 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one man from every tribe, and it shall come to pass. Say, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off. The waters that come down from upstream, they shall stand as a heap. Amen. And so the Lord had put this word in me about transition. Now you need to know with the children of Israel right now, they are in a place of transition. They're not in the old anymore. God's doing a new thing, but they haven't quite made it to the new just yet. And God is giving them some instruction in the transition time, in the in-between time. How many of you know there are things that we need to do to get in position to hear what the Lord is saying? Amen. It's so important that we position ourselves. And so they are coming out of a season that they have been extremely tested. It has been a very testing time in their life. Their faith has been tested more than it's ever been. How many of you in this place this morning have felt like your faith has so been tested in this last season? Amen. But we contend, right? 
we contend. We contend for the faith. They're leaving a past season of where God has provided for them and he has been very faithful to them. It's a season where he has done some miraculous wonders and works for them right in the nick of time. I mean, you come up right to the line. And if God doesn't come through, something's going to happen. But he came right through, right at the nick of time. Anybody been there? Amen. I think we, we all have been there. And so they're also in a place where they don't feel like they have made progress in their life the way that they would so desire. They hadn't made the progress that they were thinking that they would. They had dreams that have been put on hold. They have dreams that have been delayed because of situations and circumstances in their life. Some because of them and in some areas of their life and some not so much. Some because of situations and circumstances in the places in the world of things that have happened. Right? We've been there. I think each and every one of us have been in that place. And so the Bible says, for a season, they were circling around a mountain and they couldn't make the progress that they wanted to make. They were circling around a mountain and it seemed like this progress wasn't going to come forth. And now they're right at the brink. I mean, they're right on the line. They're right at the edge of where they're going to come into the promised land in a new way and God is going to breathe on them in a fresh new way. Amen. How many of you need the breath of God in your life? It's amazing when God breathes on something. There's an ease about it. There's a place of rest. Amen. And so now the promised land, still, even when you enter into the promised land, there are still issues that you have to face. There are still mountains to conquer. There are still situations and circumstances, but it's different because you've come into a place of rest. And so the promised land was a place where they wouldn't have to wait for their daily bread anymore. It was a place where they had plenty of resources Plenty of resources. And why do we need plenty of resources? So we can do the things of God. So we can build the kingdom of God. So we can fulfill our calling, our purpose, and our destiny of what God has put in us to reach out to those that are hurting, those that need Jesus, and bring them into the promised land with us. Amen? That is why we are here. And so... They are coming out of this testing season, and they're coming into a restful season. Amen. How many of you could use a restful season? Yes, yes, and yes. And this is what, you know, I felt for y'all this morning, for myself, really for the entire world. The things that we have been going through in these last couple years is that God is bringing us into a fresh new place. And the longer that you walk with the Lord, you know that he does new things in your life from season to season, and he continues to guide you and lead you. But in each new season, he does something different and in a new way because he's so fresh. It's fresh manna. He leads you differently. He always leads you by the Spirit of God. Amen. But he'll tell you to do some things you've never done before. 
He'll have you say some things you've never said before. He'll have you step out in faith in some areas that you've never stepped before. Amen? And he has these for you. Say, glory to God. Say, I'm ready for it, Lord. I'm ready for it. And so you have seen God in this time also do some miraculous miracles in your life to sustain you. And yet, in your own personal life, there are some things where you've been circling around some mountains. And it's time to get out of them. Amen. It's time for God to to bring you up and out of that. You've not made the progress that you've wanted to make. You haven't made it with your family. Again, like I said, with your business or whatever it is. But there is some progress God is setting you up for. Amen. You've also, you know, I know that in my personal life, I have felt some frustrations in this season because I haven't progressed in some ways that I would so desire. And in each and every one of our lives, there, because of situations and circumstances, we haven't been able to move forward in some areas. Now, in some, in some lives, God has already parted those waters and they're walking through them. And yet, they're still in transition for a greater promised land that they're about to enter into. Amen? And so that's where we're moving and that's where we're going. But there has been some frustration in your life. And God wants you to know He knows right where you are. He's seen the frustration. He's heard the frustration. You might as well be honest with him because he knows what you're thinking anyway. Amen? It doesn't matter. You're never going to be perfect. We're not called to be perfect. Now, the Lord would desire for us to walk in excellence of what we do for him, but none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. Amen? We wake up every morning, and, you know, we come before the Lord, each and every one of us, just the same. And God is ready to do some more wondrous works for us. And so there have been some things in your life that as you were progressing and moving on, it seems like everything came to a halt. Everything came to a halt in our nation, did it not? Everything came to a stop for a season. And even so much so that the enemy came in to kill steal, and destroy from your life in this season. We can say it like this. He tried to kill, he tried to steal, and he tried to destroy. And it may look like that there have been some things that were destroyed. But I can say, but God. Amen? How many of you know a but God? How many of you have experienced but God in my life? But God turned the situation around. But God brought somebody to before me that opened a door. But God brought somebody that paid my bill when I thought I was going to get evicted from something. But God came in to surrender, to deliver me, and set me free. But God came in and touched my body and healed me. Amen? He breathed breath into my life, into my lungs. Amen? I know that y'all, many of you out there have encountered some personal experiences where you feel like you have been hanging on by a thread. But God. But God. Amen. And now what I see before us as we are walking into this transition, hope is rising up in people's hearts. How many of you know 
and can feel and can sense in your spirit, hope is rising up. There are things that God is about to do. You can physically feel. I can feel a shift coming. I can sense it. I see it when I, when I look at things, how God will show me some things prophetically. It is on the horizon. Amen. It is coming. And there are things God wants us to do to get prepared for it. But hope is arising. And if hope isn't arising yet in your heart, I declare and decree it today for hope to be seated into your heart and explode in you so that you, when, when God touches you, you will see it with your faith eyes. Amen. You don't need to see it in the natural yet, but you can see it by the spirit. Let that word stir in your heart today because hope is here. Amen. Hope is here. Hope is arising in the hearts for transition is in the air. Things are changing. Your circumstances are changing. Where you didn't qualify for something once, you'll qualify now. Where you weren't approved somewhere for something, you'll be approved now. Amen. That's how God works. Things that you have been praying for, you're going to be walking into. Things that you have seen in your heart, you're going to be walking into. And it's going to be manifesting in your life to be so. Say, I want that, Lord. I want the fullness from you, Lord. The fullness. The fullness. And, you know, I believe also that that's not just externally, but it's also internally. God has been doing a work in each of our hearts to bring us to the next level and the place that he has for us. It's some internal things that you have asked the Lord to help you with. There are some things, maybe some mindsets, maybe, you know how the enemy throws darts at your thought life? The battlefield is the mind. The enemy knows that, and as we know, we are to take every thought captive in the obedience of Jesus Christ. And so, you know, you can ask yourself a simple question when thoughts start being thrown at you. Is this good or is this bad? It's as simple as good and bad. You know, you'll know if it's good, it's coming from God. If it's bad, if it's negative, if it's death, if it's evil, well, that's coming from the enemy. You need to cast it down, cast it out, and choose to get in the word, of course, but believe what God says. Amen? And so anyway, these are some things, personally also, that God's been doing a work in your heart to bring you into that next step. And so your heart has to be prepared and ready so that you can carry what he has for you. You will be able to carry and sustain What's coming next? Because I can tell you what's coming next. Not only is it exciting, but it's a lot of responsibility. But it's not any responsibility that you won't be able to handle because he's with you. Amen? He brings uh, supply to you to be able to carry it. And so recently, you know, as I was seeking the Lord, really this message stirred out of me because I was talking to a friend of mine and a prophetic word came in my heart, up in my heart for her. And that prophetic word was, you're coming into a season of rest. We've been working in some ways and it's been hard 
in some ways, and we persevered, and we've persevered through some difficult situations, and we've contended, and we've stayed the course. Amen? And so God is saying, you're coming into a season of rest, and there will be a new grace. There'll be a new grace and a flow instead of a struggle and a toil. How many of you have struggled and felt a toil in your life? If I could say it this way, there will be a new grace and a fresh anointing and a fresh flow and not a work. Amen? Amen. And not a work. It's a place you're not having to force something, but it's a place where you are going to flow. Everybody say this with me. Flow. We are going to flow with God like we have never flowed before. Amen. It's a place of a flow with God's grace. It's not by the works of the flesh, but it's by the Spirit in His grace. And the Lord also put on my heart that some of you haven't been able to build. You know, as many things that happen, our world stops, everything shuts down. We haven't been able to build in ways that we've been wanting to build. I haven't been able to build in ways that I have wanted to build. But you're going to be able to build. And you haven't been able to build yet because your foundation has been moving. Things have been moving. And you haven't been able to build in the way that your heart desires and in the way that God has shown you because many of you have been in the presence of God and gotten the instruction and assignment, but there hasn't been the timing yet to build it. But I can say that's coming. Amen? That's coming. And so... In that time frame, because things have been moving in your life, the very core of your being has been shaken in this season. The very core of who you are, your faith in God, what you believe, what he can do for you, who you are to him. Your very core, that foundation has been rocked and it's been shaken. But I can say to you, I hear the Lord say that you, church, you have stood solid, you have stood firm, you have stood steadfast, and he has strengthened you, and he is building in you a new place, a strength and a faith that you have never even encountered before for the things that are ahead. I mean, you've been so tested, so tested. Some of us have been so tested, but God... And we have come through the triary fire. We, our, te- our faith has been so tested in that place, and we have come through without smelling of smoke. Amen. Amen? Amen. And so you need to know that things are changing quickly. They're quickly changing. As we're in this transition, they're changing quickly. We're going to be able to build again because God is setting up appointments for you. Amen? Amen. He specifically is going through these seats with you, knowing what he's put on your heart. He's aligned people to you. He's called people to you. He's going to open doors at the right time for you to move forward in it. He's already building some things in advance, and all we're going to do is flow right into it. Amen? There's going to be an ease. You know, it's always a... It's always a nice word to hear when you've gone through a a hard season in your life and God says, that's over. 
that's over to that degree. You're coming into an ease of things. You're going to see some things that you, you've wanted to see. And I know that for you, Pastor Paul. I know that there are things in your heart prophetically right now by the Spirit of God that you have so desired to see in your life. You've seen a lot. You and Pastor Ginger have seen so much. You've done so much. You've walked through so much. But there are some things hidden deep in your heart that only God knows that you, that you know that God knows. There are things you have talked to Him about and there are even things you don't even know yet. It really is amazing to me. I mean, I really can't speak it in, the, in English. I can say it in tongues and try to interpret it to you. But I mean, truly, I see that. I see that for y'all. I see that for you. I see your heart for the nations. I see where you want to go in that. I see the people you want to reach, the people you want to establish, the people you want to build. I see that. I see such a dynamic team that y'all have been for years for years, and you've come through so much. And and it's been so amazing to see what God has done in this season. And so I speak strength into you. I've taken a side journey here, but I speak strength into you. I speak a grace into you, a fresh grace and a fresh anointing for the days ahead because God is going to blow this place up even more. And as he sends you out, Miracle signs and wonders, miracle signs and wonders. You've seen it, you've heard it, you've talked it, you've spoke it, you believe it. You're going to see it on a greater measure, on a greater level. Amen. And so things are changing quickly. And this new place of rest will have new graces and a fresh anointing in your life to operate from. You know, in this past season, there have been some places where you just don't fit. You haven't fit. There's some things that have so changed, things that God purposely has changed in your life that you just don't fit. And it's been rough. It's been hard. And you've tried to find your footing. I know I have. I have tried to find my footing in some areas, and I hadn't been able to find it. I mean, you go to the left, you go to the right, you know what to do, you get in his presence, and it's a timing thing. Amen? And so in the midst of that, God's doing such a work in your heart in preparing, and even when your heart is ready to receive, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, that he is working in the peoples to get everything aligned for the right time. But there's been a place where you hadn't fit, and I can say in this new season we're coming into, you're going to find your footing. Amen? We are going to find our footing, and that's a, that's a, that's a nice thing. Amen? It's a good place to be. And so as the Lord has been ministering this word to me, you know, about the new graces, life's going to be a little bit easier. We've gone through, again, some hard times, but life's going to be a little easier. You know, I remember when I got saved many, many years ago, and I actually got saved when I was six years old, loved God, got baptized, grew up in the Baptist church, and then as I grew older, finally came to the end of myself. Amen. You can love God. You can ask Jesus to come into your heart and Jesus become your savior. But until you come to the end of you, your purpose your plan, your idea, 
your passion for life, until you come to the end of yourself, you don't know him as Lord. But when you do, let me tell you, I'll never forget, when I did and I surrendered all. Everybody say, surrender all. I surrendered it all. And I walked outside and the grass was greener and the sky was bluer and the flowers were more vibrant in color. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but when I looked at the flowers, I'm telling you, it's like they turned and they smiled at me. Life was brought into my life. Life. His life. And even though we have walked with him for a long time, there is new life. He is about to bring into your life in this season. Amen. You'll see a way you've never seen before. You're going to hear differently than you've ever heard in the past season. And so we're in that place. We're walking that way. We're in this transition. And so there are some things that we need to do. And number one, we need to lean into the presence of God. Amen. Amen. We need to lean in so we can hear divinely. We need to get in His presence. We need to consecrate. We need to sanctify ourselves more than we ever have. And it's really simple. You just get in his presence and watch him do the work. Amen? And so we lean into him to hear and to get the plan. And we consecrate ourselves afresh and anew for a new grace, a fresh anointing, to hear exactly what the next step is. We need to follow the leading of his spirit. You know, the word says that you will be led by the spirit of God. You don't always hear some audible voice. God's not talking to you audibly most of the time. Most of us have never heard an audible voice. But he will lead you by the still, small voice. He will lead you by that inward witness on the inside. You know, it's that thing that you just know that you know that you know that you know that you know. I mean, you know it so well, you know your name. I mean, I know when God speaks to me so well sometimes, my name is Shauna, and I know that. And so there's that knowing that drops in you, go this way. There's that knowing that says, don't turn down that street. Don't ask me why. You don't need to know why. Just be obedient and do it. There's a knowing And so when you get in his presence, he'll drop some plans in you. He'll drop some things in you. And then you step out into your day and the spirit of God will go, drop, go this way, go that way. And it's so exciting. Amen. I know many of you, as you're led that way, so many things God has done for you and surprised you. I love to call them delightful surprises. I mean, it's just nice when you go about your day and you're just doing your thing. You're working hard. You're being a blessing to people. You're being a giver. And God blesses you with some delight that day that would delight you and just put a smile on your face and just gives you that that strength and that energy you need to go on about your day and do your business. Amen? So he'll lead you by the Spirit of God. And it's so important... That you are led because he is going to have you step out in faith. Amen. He's always stretching our faith. He's always stretching my faith. 
Amen. Because we grow from faith to faith to glory to glory. He's always having something new and fresh for us to step into. Now, we can go through a season where it's been a long season of hard work and building and growing and developing. And then they come. And then multiplication comes in your life. Amen. God is in the business of abundance. I know the last time I spoke, I spoke on abundance. And I was so blessed to hear Ava, because when I came in town and we were in the house, she said, you spoke on abundance last last time you were here. And I said, yes, ma'am. Good ears. Good ears. And that seed just was sown really good in her heart. Amen. And so God is a God of abundance. And he is about to multiply you. You've seen multiplication, but it's going to be exponential in your life because it's time for it. Amen. We need it. It's time for it. God's ready to give it. And so as we're walking in this transition time, you know, we've, we're going to be coming into spring. We're still in February, but we're going to be coming into spring and April and May. New life. We see it in the natural. We feel it in our hearts. We sense it in our being. Get ready for it. Plan and prepare. Get your household together and get your household ready for it. Begin to pray for it. Get your family together. Have some quiet times together. Write out some prayers. Write out some declarations and begin to declare and decree those things in your life and watch the word work. Amen? Amen. Watch the word work. God will begin to multiply that. And you're going to come into a place of great building in your life. He's about to release some things. He's about to release some things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Kilo ronda de resista valaka. Ilavrisiti este viva in bodonde in the vale vilacande elakiste bistodorreve batastelile vestinde in dodosoko valehe de vele pate is sentinda estodonde avalekasa istapale viste vo. And I hear the Lord say, this house, this house, this house is a house of mine. The people in this house have a heart for me. And I am about to do a new thing in this house. Things that have been desired, things that have been set up for, things that even you have no inclination quite yet of what I'm going to surprise you with. And the Lord says, I will bring greater supply. I will bring greater provision and I will set things in place for the course that it is to go. And there will be a flood and there will be a river and there will be an outpouring of my presence Yes, an outpouring of my presence in this house. For I visit this house because this house is a habitation for my visitation every single day. And I hear your hearts and I see your hearts and I love how you love me, the Lord says. And so I am going to pour out on this house exponentially for the household of faith. And for the household of you individually, that household of faith in your homes. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for the word this morning. We thank you for the spirit of God. I know, Lord, that you put in my heart that you literally were coming to sow a seed to shift and change and move some things from today. That today will not be the same as yesterday because it's a time and season to move forward. And from this point on, things are shifted in this house. The atmosphere is set and I am going to be moving. You will literally leave this church today afresh and anew and you will not see the same way. You will not see the same way. You will wake up tomorrow and things will have shifted and changed in your life. It will have changed and shifted in your marriage. Places and things in your marriage that have needed some restoration. God is moving on that area. It is so amazing to me how he can touch it and it is made new just like that. I mean, it's nothing that we can do in the works, although we could work on our marriage. You can go to counseling and you can do these things and they are wonderful and they are great. But when God breathes, when he breathes on that area, everything is made new. Amen. It's made fresh. It's made new. And so he's bringing healing today for those areas. And so, Father, I just thank you that every heart in this house this morning that has needed a fresh touch from you, that has needed you to breathe on them, to touch them, to touch their heart, to touch their marriage, Father, those places that have been so hard. I thank you, Lord, that you touch it today. And you make it new. You restore it fully. Full restoration, I see. Nothing else will be. Only full restoration for you. Because that's what I have called you to, the Lord says. It is my plan for your life to bring you into the full supply the full abundance of your higher calling, of what I've called for you. And today is a day to consecrate, to sanctify, set apart as holy, so that I can place you in the right position to receive the next thing I have for you. It's the high calling of your destiny that's coming for today as a body of Christ, as a church, and as a family together. It's today that things are changed and moved into a new place. Transition is here. And I'm moving you into those positions I've ordained for you. You may not understand it all now. The Lord says you don't need to understand it all now. But you are so on my thoughts. And you are so on my heart. And you are so in my plan, the Lord says. That I have nothing but good for you. Nothing but increase for you. Nothing but the fullness of who you are in me, developing you, 
great development in you. Oh, walking in character and integrity and honesty and all that you do. Because God's plan is great. And it requires these things of us to be in this place, the Lord says. Because then I can count on you. I can trust you with my plan. My plan for you. Don't cut yourself short, God says. Don't cut yourself short. You know, sometimes we can be our worst enemy. We're hardest on ourselves. The enemy comes to say, we can't do that. We can't speak that way. We can't think that way. We can't operate that way. We don't have the giftings that maybe you do or you do or you do. But you know what? We are all gifted in a special way with a supply. You know, one of the things that I love to do is, is just unlock gifts in people. My pastors did that so well that I served for many, many years. Woo. So good. So know today that there are giftings and callings in each and every one of you, to the oldest, to the youngest. And God is unlocking some of those today in you. As you consecrate again, as you get in his presence, hallelujah, it makes me want to sing. And he's going to unlock something new. And it'll take faith to step out. And you got it. You got it all over you. You've got it all over you. It's been exploding on the inside of you. It's there. And it's coming into a place of being on a greater measure than you will ever see. Amen. And so, Father, we thank you for this word that you have seated in our hearts this morning. I thank you for the anointing that has removed every burden in this house and destroyed every yoke. Father, I thank you right now. I take authority over spirits that have been tracking people, that have kept people going around the circle in the same mountain, and I command those spirits to go. I break them off the people now in Jesus' name. And I say they are set free from old patterns, from old thought patterns from old habits, I say they are broke off of them today in Jesus' name. And I declare and decree for a fresh grace, a new grace, and a fresh anointing. Oh, a new flow of you, Lord, in the people's lives today, that they step into it by faith, that they don't have to feel a thing change, but that they know a thing has changed on the inside of them. And then they will see it manifest in their life. And so I declare and decree the goodness of God over this house, over Pastor Paul and Pastor Ginger, over every person that is called to them, that they will continue to stay aligned with them and they will progress forward together in the things of God that you have for them as a family, as a unit, as a team, as a leader. 
in this city, Lord. I thank you that you are about to blow up and away in this town in a fresh new way. And we thank you for that, Father. Glory to God. We thank you for that. I release that over your people today. Fresh grace, new grace, fresh anointing, a place of ease for you to step into. And you know, sometimes it's always good to do like a little prophetic act. Kind of helps you step on over. And so you don't have to stand up, but just there sitting in your seat, you can just take a step of ease. Just move your feet. Take a step of ease. Step on over into a new grace. Amen. You've shifted and moved this morning. Do you feel it this morning? Do you sense it? You know it in your heart. You know it. And so, Father, once again, I just bless the people. I thank you that you have changed us once again. And, Lord, the longing on my heart is for those that do not know you as Savior, those that do not know you as Lord, that today is their day. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day for you to come and surrender all that you have. If you've known Jesus as your Savior, but you want to know him as your Lord, Because he has great things for you to step into. You want to know him in that way. First of all, if you don't know Jesus, anybody that doesn't know Jesus, just raise your hand. I think most everyone in here knows Jesus. But second of all, just in your heart, say, Jesus, I want to make you my Lord. I surrender everything in my life. Everything about me, everything I want, and I lay it at your feet. And I ask you to come in in such a way and rearrange and change my life in these days ahead as we walk through transition. Prepare me, Lord, to come into the place you've called me to that I won't fear, but I will do it in faith knowing there's an anointing and a presence that goes with me. Amen. It's always hard to close the service. Glory to God. But do I need to turn it over to you? or Hallelujah. Thank you so much.